something or other coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. So there have been protests in Iran for, I think, four weeks now. And I find it interesting, but it's like not enough is known about it for me to talk about it. But I'm like, hell, four weeks in, month in, let's talk about it anyways. So Iran has something called the Morality Police. And they go around, and if they think you're dressing too sexy, they arrest you and possibly beat you. you know, it's for women only. They arrest women and beat their ass and possibly rape them, all sorts of stuff. And so they arrested some woman, and she died in custody, and everyone thinks it's because they beat her too, too much. Like I think she went into a coma for a couple of days and then died. And so the first days of protest, the first day of protest was at the hospital, I think while she was dying or after she died. And then I think there was no protests for two days. And then there was protests like all over the country. And I believe the Iranian government did not set, shut down social media like WhatsApp, you know, it's how they organize. Protesters organize on social media. And so I think for the first week or something, they left social media up. And so the protests got pretty big in that first week. And then now, now we are three weeks later. There's some sort of protest still going on. But, you know, like I listen to the BBC. I listen to foreign news a lot because they talk about foreign stuff more, which I like. And anyways, because the Internet has kind of been shut down across the country, we don't know exactly how much people are protesting or whatever there's talk that maybe up to or over 200 protesters have been killed in you know the cops coming in with using i don't know i think using live fire one you know using bullets real bullets like they sometimes they hit you with a water cannon sometimes they beat you with a stick and then sometimes they just shoot into the crowd with a machine gun and iran is a huge country i think it's 70 million people it's like bigger than bigger than most countries so 200 people dead is not nothing crazy, but for instance, Black Lives Matter did 570 riots in America and zero people were killed by the police in those riots, although the rioters killed a number of people themselves, plus Kyle Rittenhouse. And in 2009, um, Iran had a bunch of protests. I think it was called the Color, the Green Revolution or the Green Protests. It was called Green. And like across the Arab world or the... Middle East, um, they had the they had various color revolutions, I guess, and that one got put down. And it looks like this one is more more people are into it. There's bigger bigger protests and more people dying than previously. And so the question is like, can the protesters bring down the Iranian government? Right, it's like a it's a theocracy, which means that the whole government is based on religion, Islam, Muslims. And basically, we don't know. That would be crazy. You can go find pictures of... So, the people who live in Iran are Persian. They're not Arabs. Like, Arabs is like, think of Saddam Hussein, who has that big, bulbous nose. Sorry to be stereotypical and racist. But then when you think of Persians, think of Princess Jasmine from the Aladdin cartoon, just smoking hot with a little bit of flair. And so this protest, unlike the other ones... It's being led by women, and they're like taking their hijabs. Some of them. I mean, you know, I watch. I watch these riot. You know, it's a protest. It's a riot. It's a whatever, and they'll have tons of women taking off their hijab and throwing it onto a little pile. You know, 
know, you bring some lighter fluid and light, light a hijab on fire, and then someone throws another hijab on top. A hijab is just a, I guess I already talked about this, but it just covers the head, and it's not a square piece of cloth. It's shaped. Yeah, that's right. You can get them on Amazon for like 11 bucks. Maybe I should get one for myself. I do not like baseball hats, but anyways. But what I want to say, you know, the famous videos of this stuff are women, Iranians, throwing hijabs onto a fire. Like, not a huge fire, but, you know, a decent-sized fire. And whenever I watch those videos, there's a whole bunch of Iranian women in the crowd still wearing their hijab. So it's not like everyone, it's not like they've all agreed, now we're not going to wear the hijab. It's just like some of them have said that. And then also they're cutting their hair real short, which maybe that's against something islam i don't know what i know some muslim places men are not supposed to shave their beards but but so you know the people at the forefront i think are women and so it makes it a little difficult like you know if you gotta and they're young too they're young they're attractive they're women and you get a bunch of young attractive women taking off their hijab and going and standing in front of you know a bunch of soldiers or whatever kind of army th- police thing they got there well those army people don't want to take their machine guns and just mow down you know 15 year old girls and so it's making it tricky for them and like i don't think there's compromise possible i think you know either the people in power if they want to stay in power they want to stay rich you know they got sweetheart deals with all the oil being sold or whatever and their family is you know billionaires I think they're either going to have to put these suckers down, put the protesters down hard. You know, like, how many do you have to kill? You kill kill as many as you have to kill until they stop protesting. Or else, the whole government's going to have to change. And Iran is a little... Is, they're, a better, they're a better quality of Muslim country than, you know, other ones. And so, I don't think it's guaranteed that if you overthrow the government, the whole country just becomes total shithole chaos but you know that is that is normally what happens you know, like libya syria a bunch of them like you know protracted civil war are we gonna are we gonna get a protracted civil war it's not clear you know women don't take up guns so it's a little bit different but i think men are also supporting them and you know young men they like their guns it's like you know the thing that i want to know is if you shut, if they're shutting down the internet, how are people organizing their protests? I guess one way they're doing it is schools and colleges. All the students go to school, and then after they they're let out for the day, they all go protest. You know, so that's a way you can organize without an internet or phone calls. And they've created some song that they sing when they do the protests. It's like uh, "Women Love Freedom" or something. I mean, you know, all in some other language, and then the guy who wrote the song, he got arrested and thrown in prison. But like the one thing, one thing that the uh, protesters have going is just these beautiful young girls. I mean, they look like Disney princesses. They got, you know, it's like every, every, every so often they'll be able to put up a picture of someone who looks like a Disney princess or, you know, should be an actor playing a Disney princess, and she got killed at a protest by the police or the you know the military or whatever and i think that pisses people off and motivates them and then there's also some ethnicity religion connotations going on the first girl she was a kurd and the kurds are sunni 
And then the rest of Iran is Shia, so they don't always like each other. And I think the Kurds are known for protesting like on their own over something or other. But this that's why this protest is kind of different is because everyone all across the country they joined in with the protesting. It wasn't just the Kurds. Basically, is it just that one girl who wore her thing wrong and got killed or does everyone in the whole country fed up with the government and they want to overthrow it? And as a reminder, I should look this up. But anyways, I think the Kurds, they live in like Iran, Iraq, like the top parts of Iran and Iraq, and then the bottom part of Turkey, where all those things intersect. And so the, the Kurds are Sunni, um, same as, well, anyway, it doesn't matter. We're not going to go into Sunni Shia, that takes all fucking day. Suffice it to say that sometimes they like to kill the hell out of each other. But the Kurds are a decent-sized chunk of people of all of some, you know, similar culture, ethnicity, etc. And then I guess when Britain was chopping up the uh, whatever, chopping up the world into little into countries, they 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 gave whatever they spread instead. Of, they should have said, "Here's Kurdistan." And we'll just draw lines around the Kurds, and they can just be happy with themselves. But instead, because they didn't give a shit about that stuff, uh, they drew lines that just split Kurd, the Kurdistan into three chunks. And so that means that all those other countries, Iran, Turkey, Iraq, they hate the Kurds. It's like, you know, th these, are the, these are like foreigners in the same land that you're on. And I know in probably all of them, but in Iraq it causes a lot of problems. Because where the Kurds live is where the oil is also. Let's go around the Middle East a little bit while we're at it. So I think Israel and Lebanon, which are right next to each other, I think they're getting a little more friendly. I mean, Hezbollah is some army slash political party in Lebanon that likes to fight Israel, shoot rockets into Israel, and then Israel will go bomb the shit out of them. I don't know, anyways. But it looks like the, those two countries are maybe getting a little closer. And Beirut, the capital of Lebanon... That's a they're famous. Like if you go if you go look at pictures from the sixties, you know, it looks like the mod squad or it looks like um it looks like Austin Powers if you've seen that movie, where it's just all these beautiful whatever, Lebanese women wearing short skirts and you know, they're like stewardesses on airplanes and just, you know, cute little outfits and whatever. They used to call Beirut the Paris of the Middle East, but then they had a civil war starting in the I don't know, 70s or 80s, and it's been a shithole ever since. But so Iran and Lebanon, I don't know, that may be the only two ones. Iran and Lebanon have been known to be like totally Western, totally rich, totally awesome, looking like Southern California countries. You know, although that after the 70s, they've been uh, shitholes. And then Biden was talking to Saudi Arabia, which is where the world, not America, but a lot of the world gets their oil. And he he's like... Pump, baby, pump. Drill, baby, drill. And, you know, is it because the midterm elections are coming up? And that's just, a, you know, or is that just a coincidence? And gas prices are important for who gets elected in America. But in any case, Saudi Arabia was like, F you. And there's talk about stopping selling weapons to uh, Saudi Arabia. Like, they got, they got the best weapons of the world because they just buy, like, the brand new stuff from America. And, you know, politicians do exactly whatever the military-industrial complex tells them to do. So... I don't think we're going to stop selling any weapons anytime soon. Boy, and this one, I need to look this up or something. I like to listen to podcasts in the middle of the night when I can't sleep, and then sometimes I'm in and out of consciousness. But I think a Kurd got elected the P 
president of Iraq or something. So maybe something's crazy going on with Iraq too. All right, whatever. I'm getting out over my skis. Someone needs to give me a brush off pitch. Twitter handle at anti-woke podcast. And thanks for listening.